Off the Ball Daily. A home for your favourite podcasts from Off the Ball. You had to be there, the performance rankings, a slight tangent, and the crappy quiz. Have you ever done therapy, Adrian? Specifically related to the crappy quiz, though. Subscribe to the Off the Ball Daily podcast feed right now. OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition available now. It's uh, Europa League night, obviously, which means Manchester United are in action. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. But we have a show for you today. By popular demand, David Brady is back after last week. What do you think of that, DB? Uh, yeah, we might play. We, we, we play the, what do you think of that, Paddy Andrews? That was also uh, doing the rounds last night. It should be on our socials. If you haven't seen it, check out the Football Pod. Uh, at 7.30 on Thursday morning, I'm uh, delighted to say Adrian is here. Adrian, good morning to you. Morning, folks. Last week went so well, Ger. Also, be back. back by popular demand. And uh, Shane, how are you? Morning. How's all? Uh, I mean, I don't want to talk about Manchester United today, but Marcus Rashford is out. Are you are you going to finish in top four now that Marcus Rashford? Because he's basically been a one and a half man team. It's, it's oh. either been Casemiro or Rashford. Uh, yeah, you can't, have, you can't have them all at once, can you? I, I don't think it's that concerning. It seems that he's going to be back for their run into the, to the season, which is... Which is crucial. This is the run into the season. I know, but Ericsson's back now as well, and yeah, it leaves a bit of a gap. But um, once yeah, Anthony Martial scoring goals, goals for you, once Anthony Martial starts scoring, yeah. and goals. the uh, Luke, the uh, illustrious Vaghorst as well, of course, he can bang in the goals. Yeah, uh, no, it's a concern. Of course, it's a concern. Um, but yeah, Europa League's the focus. Uh, Evan Ferguson is the focus next weekend for Man United, of course. Brighton in the FA Cup semi-final at Wembley, so some big games coming up. Uh, Vag, of course, of course, going back to Burnley next season. You know, having not had to go down, he'll be able to go back and play directly in the Premier League with them. Hopefully, that's not true, and actually they go for Obafemi instead. But um, Vincent Company might not be there. Vincent mm-hmm. Company like telling everybody stop linking me with the Man City gig. Now they're linking him with the Spurs gig overnight. There's no chance he takes that job. Why not? I'm saying it's a great job. Yeah, but he's taking Burnley to the Premier League. I mean, if if they refu- if they didn't get promoted to the Premier League, then you might be saying right, he wants a Premier League job at this stage. He might jump ship from. Are you saying the, the uh, just just let's just let's tease this out here? If you're if you're his agent, you're like I've got Spurs on the phone. He's like, no, I'm taking Burnley to the Premier League. Yeah, but I gave them my word. I'm a man of my word. He's lived so close to Manchester. Burnley is stone's throw for Manchester. He's lived in that area for his. And what, for how long now? Going down to London would be a. I suspect he can have a nice gaff in London. He could, of course. And culture shock, though. If you're if you're rich enough, they'll give you a driver. Well, somebody will drive the car down for you. You don't even have to like drive it yourself. It'd be odd timing for his career, is the thing, right? Like he's doing a very good job at Burnley. Can he can he pick up that template and drop it in at Spurs? The only counterpoint to that I, that I see is that like everybody knows that Tottenham's a basket case, so it's basically a shot to nothing. Like he go in there and make a balls of it, and then in six months' time, go not my fault as they as they all have done, every single one of them, and maybe legitimately. Yeah, who who, who would take the Tottenham job realistically? Uh, you would take it for the money, of course, but it's then- a brilliant job. What are you talking about? They've got like one of the best, most profitable stadiums in world football. It's like uh, London, so you can attract the best talent. They've I got mean, a track record of investing money. They just invested it badly in the last time. And um, I, they've been a, a Champions League team there or thereabouts over the last decade. How many trophies has that talent got them, though? The stadium is the thing that people always talk about. I, I, I could see the attraction of, we give you this nice shiny office and you can come in. That, mm-hmm. that, but the money the stadium generates is the thing. I know, and the talent, I mean, they're maybe a layer below or a layer below below that it attracts. Deli Alley. Yeah. Wait, hashtag wasted talent, maybe. There's plenty of that, Jer, to go around. I don't know. It's not going to be company. You know, it's, an, it's definitely not going to be company. I mean, I, I, love, I love your uh, cocksuredness. 
but I've no idea where where it's coming from. Uh, are you are you both genuine? Sorry, okay. Do you really not think it's a good a good idea for well, a pizza to- company to to like have taken Burnley as far as they can go? Because let's face it. You know, maybe he gets up and they stay one season and they're like competitive and they finish between 8th and 16th. But then after that, they're going to be fighting relegation forever. It'd be a typical Tottenham appointment um, in the sense that like, who the hell knows whether he's any good or not? Yeah. You know, like Frank went down and lit the place up down there and everybody was saying, well, this guy is going to be unbelievable. Look at the job he's doing to Derby and it just hasn't... Frank didn't light the place up though. Well, he he did pretty... he, He left with an enhanced reputation and that's why he was able to take... I think there was a lot of evidence to suggest that, um, you know, I, when we talked about Frank the other day, people were pointing out that, like, the team that he had, he had, like, three or four genuinely Premier League class players on loan. And Mason Mount was there for the season, a couple of others. And, um, you know, they're clearly not championship players. I think he's done a good job. I think it's he's gone slowly about building it. He seems to have a specific style of play where the team are doing one specific thing week in, week out, as opposed to Frank with, like... You know, mentality, don't make mistakes. So I'm going to keep it tight, lads. The one thing I would say about... about Remember when I played? <laughs> back in my day. But the one thing I would say about company is that there's a bang of Kevin McStay offence in company. Like, you, the, the team talk style. You, you see the behind the scenes in Ross Common years ago when McStay did that team talk at halftime in the Connacht final, was it? And then, you, was it all or nothing when you saw the behind the scenes with, with company? I don't know if it was all or nothing, apologies. But uh, their team talk style is very much similar when the team is, has the backs against the wall so there, that's just uh, something I noticed but um, you'd certainly play for company I see Brendan Rodgers here as the I was just having a look at the odds he's an ideal fit for them like he Makes can go sense. in there it's a bit of a pretend club Tottenham do you know uh, what I mean uh, like and he can go in there and pretend like Brian Kerr would say pretend with the best of them and you know be trotted out every week to say that everything's fine you know this club has been this club is a Behemoth and it's got character. absolutely perfectly got great character, got great character, mm. and um, and I think that that would be a good fit. The care quote, by the way, is like a spoof with the best of them. Are you calling Spurs a spoof club? They are a bit of a, they are a bit, aren't they? Like, I mean, they're a bit of a, they are in in, no. the, in the sense of like European football just are clearly to, any success a little bit of a yo-yo. Just want to in the moment um, distance myself from the notion that Spurs are a spoof club with the uh, array of talent they have and the fact that they are consistently in the hunt for Champions League. They just haven't managed to... I, I'm talking about them being a bit of a spoof club in the sense of um, not really achieving anything or not winning any trophies, right? Like, and not really bringing in the best talent. They're, they are a layer below that. They have, obviously, ambitions, and that's, on one level, very admirable, to pierce that bubble and, and make themselves constant Champions League, a constant Champions League team and a team that should be vying for the Champions League, a team that looked at one point as if they might be vying for the Premier League, but it's never really happened for them. Mm. That's that's the sort of club they are, which is fine. They're just not a. They still might get top four. Oh eight seven oh eight seven nine one eighty one eighty is the WhatsApp number. Uh, hello, Bobby Dwyer, specifically you this morning. I'm, hey, not, you I'm not doing it to anger you, Bobby. Le- just... Leave a comment in the YouTube uh, youtube.com forward slash off the wall. Here's what's coming up between now and uh, ten o'clock for you. We have Graham Hunter at eight, reflecting on last night's uh, Champions League action, a two nil defeat for Chelsea at the hands. Of Real Madrid, DB is going to talk to us at 20 past 8. Vinnie Perth going to preview the weekend's League of Ireland action at 8.45. We have You Had to Be There with Keith Tracy and we'll play some goodness from the football show last night as well. Uh, I may be delusional as a Burnley fan, says Nigel Gallagher, but I don't think he'll take the Spurs job. I think he has more awareness of his development as a coach. Maybe he thinks that there's a, a bigger job than the Spurs job that will come from uh, overseeing Burnley's eventual relegation in 18 months. I don't know.
I'm just not sure about that. Well, he's the Man City manager in about f- four or five years, isn't he? I don't like uh, you know Stephen Gerrard's going to be the Liverpool manager and like blah blah blah. It's it's fated that this is going to happen. It's not nothing's fated in football, really. Like Pep might go at the end of this season. Pep might be there in ten years because he's getting twenty million a year, and he's like, well. I'm still, I'm still amazing myself with my own ability to pick four centre backs and <laughs> turn them into a, a, the best defence I've ever had. I don't know. Like, does the Arteta curve continue to go that way? Like, uh, uh, history shows that that's not necessarily going to happen. And at some point or another, that's that's the way this thing works. That won't be enough for him to stink the joint out. Joint out. He's been at Man City before. He knows the club. They're not his club, as Pep would tell you. But um, that's not that's not beyond the, the mm. bounds of possibility. And I also think Stephen Gerrard will be the Liverpool manager at some point. We, we forget oh. very quickly. We forget very quickly. I, I I'm hope. talking 10 years' time, this man. Not a hope. Jen. Not I don't a know. hope. Uh, I don't think Stephen Gerrard will still be a management team. Sorry, maybe, if, maybe if, the, if FSG no longer own it, anything could be possible. Somebody might he won't be the successor to Klopp, put it that way. But Somebody might mind. put him in as a... Uh, um, who won't be the successor? Oh, Gerrard. Yeah. Gerrard's not going to get it. Uh, some of the other stuff that's making the uh, back page headlines, obviously, it's uh, Kareem Benzema scoring again. He only scores against the English teams. He's anti-English. He's uh, he's anti-Brexit ever since Brexit. No, he nothing to do with that. Turns out he just likes scoring goals. He's good at, good at the old tap-ins, Karim Benzema, isn't he? Yeah, you, you have to be there. That's you know. You have to be there. Yeah, you know. He's the boy. He's great to get himself in the, in the position. Joe, I think that's the cliche that we use around these things. Strikers don't get enough credit, by the way. Yeah, yeah, he had to make that movement to get there. Do you know that little ball over the top last night, by the way, in the lead into that goal was off the charts. Ah, brilliant! Probably didn't get enough enough love. Dave McIntyre in commentary was giving it an assist. It was that good, even though I think it was oh. a pre-assist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mane hit Sané after City lost. This is an incredible story. If only Colin was here, he loved his creative tension between. Uh, Sadio Mane and Mo Salah and reckons that Mo Salah is missing the creative tension it turns out you could get a thump from um, Sadio Mane if uh, you were you know if you stepped out of line and Leroy Sané found that to his cost according to stories all over the um, the media this morning so apparently they were arguing on the pitch and you could see that and there are some pictures of it uh, but um, they continued arguing uh, all the way through uh, to the dressing room afterwards and uh, Mane thumped him yeah he hashtag doesn't seem like the type does he sell your money? <laughs> do you know? He really does. After thumping someone in the head and leaving them with it. They, I saw the two of them getting on the bus. They were all very sheepish. There was a lot of fans queued up to try and get autographs. And um, Sane came out and had the head, had the hat, had a hat over his head and head down. And Mane was also a bit sheepish coming out. You'd nev- I'd never obviously encourage violence in any uh, sort, but uh, sometimes but. That, that is what the teammates need. You know, the verbals sometimes don't sort it out. You're better off not separating them. I Let them have it out and they'll say sorry in a few minutes. I think we've moved past the point where that is a thing anymore. Like, you know, the point where they would say, ah, um, oh, it's great, you know, the training ground, Wayne Rooney having to, like, learn into somebody. That's that's exactly what you want. Like, it feels like in modern sport, it's in the same bucket as the ranting and raving at halftime. Well, I don't know where it comes in, in relation to the, the Boyer-Dyer scale. Like, what kind of a... Interaction was it? We don't get to see it on camera. So, was it an absolute smack? Did, was oh yeah, I think for a while? I think there was uh, blood was drawn. Oof. Serious enough. Good comparison. It is one of the reports. So, uh, I I mean, it's just interesting that uh, he he was blaming Sane was blaming Mane, and uh, Mane was not having it. It shows that they care. They care. Liverpool fans would like it's not beyond the realms of possibility that he for even outside of like punching a teammate might have to leave the club because just it's not working out for him I was looking at his stats the other day and they're really really poor I'm not watching enough of, the, enough of that football obviously to know if he's if there's a story beyond the stats but I presume Liverpool fans would have him back tomorrow 
Ah, yeah. And for, with Firmino going at the end of the season as well. It's all the end of an era, lads. Uh, no chance of one company at Spurs. It's Bobby Dwyer. Good morning to you, Bobby. Uh, not proven in the Premier League and he'd be straight off to City at the first chance. Who would take the Spurs job? Outrageous statement. One of the biggest jobs in the Premier League. It is, it is definitely one of the biggest jobs in the Premier League and they also pay really, really well. Mm-hmm. So loads of people want the Spurs job because it's a great job. That's the... That's the uh, to be factually correct about this. OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition available now.